Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. In our previous episode, we talked about how hell can be created on earth. Yes. So if that's the case, then so can heaven. And heaven is just a metaphor for eternal peace, which is something that, as we've discussed in the past several seasons is something we cultivate internally. And so once we figure out what it takes to create that peace, we can then create the life that we want. It's quite simple, although it's not easy. Now, we've always had, and in that sort of Christian ideology, right, philosophy, we've always imagined heaven above and hell below. Mm. But it's never really been vertical. It's just harmonics and vibration, right? The higher you vibrate, then you are in heaven. Yeah, makes sense. Right? I like that. And so the lower you vibrate, then you are in hell. You can imagine that vertically, right? But really, heaven and hell is around us, right? That's our reality, our unreality, if you will, depending Mm -hmm. on where we are within that fear spectrum or whether we are in separation or oneness. No, but that makes total sense, right? Because if you think about it, if you're making choices from a place Mm -hmm. of love, so from a place of peace, because that choice brings you peace, right? Then whatever happens afterwards, you are at peace with it because it was your choice. So eventually what ends up happening is you fill your whole life with peaceful choices Mm -hmm. so that no matter what happens in your life, you are at peace. Yes. Which means that effectively what then happens, I mean, it's crazy because you're literally choosing your way to peace and filling your world with peace through your choices. Yeah. Step by step. Yeah. And that means that effectively in a peace eventually just ends up being this unwavering sense that everything will be well no matter what because you've chosen it all so Mm -hmm. even if it blows up in your face even if it doesn't quite work the way you know you wanted it to because you have no real expectations for what happens because the only expectation you've had is the need to make the choice in the first place and that whatever happens will bring me peace exactly on some level yeah yeah exactly exactly Mm -hmm then whilst we can still have emotional fluctuations, our baseline will always be at a minimum of like, I'm fine, I'm good. At a minimum, that fine is a good place to be. Given everything, in light of everyone's struggles and karmic shit that they've had to get through, fine is fantastic. But once we're in that baseline of fine, once we have that internal peace, we can then enter that state of flow. And so no matter what's going on, immediately around us or on a global scale, we don't necessarily have to feel impacted by it. We don't have to feel thrown around. And that's when you know that you are truly free because you're not locked into that 3D matrix of separation, which is what really does throw us through the washer, right? Yeah, no, it makes total sense. Because also often when what's going on in our immediate surroundings or on a global scale is causing havoc or chaos, Mm you know, in separation, your natural reaction is fear. Mm-hmm. But if yes. you're not in fear, then you're like, okay, well, whatever will be, will be. I'm fine. That is peace. Because that whatever happens, I'll be fine, means that you're not scared. Like, I, I think actually what I missed in hand in my pocket, which was an episode, and I will, I referenced it a lot because that episode, I couldn't speak. 
I'm not in that mm. episode effectively because I was just in tears the whole way through oh, it. I'm sorry. I forgot that. I forgot about that. Yeah, but I was. I think about <laughs> I'm it like, now. it was a great episode. You're and like, I'm bitch. Like, I'm like, bitch, I couldn't <laughs> even say a word. I was in hysterics. I'm it's basically sorry. a recording of you trying to make me feel better. But <laughs> I try so hard. But what's interesting is that when I hear fine, when I heard fine then, it was, I'm just fine. As in, like, I'm managing. But actually, the word fine to me now has a very different meaning. Mm, fine, first mm-hmm. of all, on one level means beautiful, right? You're so and, fine. Yeah, you're so <laughs> fine. And then on the other side, fine is like, I'm fine no matter what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is actually really quite special to know that the world could crumble and I'll still be fine. I might have fluctuating emotions. Bits might come up, might come down, whatever. But I'm always going to be fine because mm-hmm. I've got this internal peace going. That's pretty fucking cool. It is. That makes me think that that is kind of heaven, to be honest, on earth. Because we're not leaving our body to go anywhere, but we've found the capacity to be fully and completely at peace as conscious beings. And the more conscious we become, I think we become so attuned to when things begin to niggle or bother us. Mm. Especially when we're coming from that place of inner peace, that whatever it is, we know how to manage it. We know how to deal with it. We know how to get something done in order to address it. Because it's not necessarily about fixing. I think fixing sort of denotes a level of work that isn't necessary when you're coming from a place of peace. But it really does come, it does call to address it. And so I think really what was, what's been going on in 2021 and what we're going to be looking at, especially in 22, is how can we best address what is keeping us out of peace? Well, just me, I mean, I just think about it. You know, when I'm at peace, if something comes along or something happens where I get triggered in some way, because I'm human, we, we can be in 5D, we can be calmless, we can be fearless and we can be egoless and still be triggered sometimes. We're still, you know what I mean? It's human yes. plus, 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 plus. <laughs> plus, plus. Oh my God. I just need to get in on it. I'm sorry. I know, I know. It's fine. It's fine. But then it just makes me laugh. But then but we're still like that human bit still exists, right? So we'll still, mm-hmm. but what's yeah. interesting is what I find now is that if it, if it comes up very quickly, I'm like, okay, I can feel my, my inner peace is, is, is telling me something's going on because I'm not in this total state of, well, to be honest, it feels like, like happiness, almost bliss, like, yeah. but we'll just go to peace. Just go to peace right now yeah. because, yeah, 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 I mean, vibrationally, you just become so sensitive that the moment yeah. something kind of hit, hits it, right? If yeah. you just think about musical chords, yeah. the sound goes off, doesn't it? Yeah, it just sounds weird. Like, you just know. And then in the, that moment, I know the questions to ask. Where am I giving my power away? Mm-hmm. What am I trying to control? Mm-hmm. What outcome am I expecting or trying to mitigate? Mm-hmm. And from there, normally, I can pinpoint quite quickly what's going on. And I think another question to also ask would be, where am I not in integrity in this yeah. moment or in this relationship or in this particular situation, whether it be work or romantic or mm. otherwise? Yeah. Because sometimes that's what brings us out of it is, hold on, I am not in whole integrity. Mm. I'm not whole anymore, yeah. Mm-mm. And I think what's interesting then is that that's how peace in some ways can be the most like natural energetic boundary we can have because once we've experienced inner peace for some time even Mm -hmm. for moments that become then larger moments and longer moments you go on then you protect that because nothing is worth losing yourself over anymore Mm -hmm. nothing yes we can compromise yes we can be in compassion yes all those things but if we start feeling like we're losing our inner peace 
we will put up those boundaries and we'll put them up very quickly and they'll be very easy to put up. And what's interesting about them is it's not actually like, I'm cutting you out, I'm making a drama, I'm doing this whole boundary thing. It's just... (laughs) Fuck off. Exactly. It's just asking myself some questions and course correcting. And -hmm. naturally everything else comes into place. And that's one thing I find really interesting about boundaries, to be honest, because I used to read so much about it. And obviously I was a people pleaser, right? So... For me, boundaries were always a very big deal that I, I just didn't put them up. And if I did put them up, they yeah. were so hard that it was like throwing a grenade and running away. And I didn't have anything that really moved. It wasn't flexible. Oh, no, it nothing. was either. It was, it was very all or nothing with you. Everything, every. And I am on an all or nothing person in general anyway. That is my character. Mm-hmm. But in that, it was extreme. And I have to say that I noticed that the more I started connecting to myself, the more I started making choices that were conscious and the more I started protecting my inner peace as a result, I didn't have to even think about a boundary. They naturally Mm -hmm. just appeared. They do, don't they? And a lot of that is our vibration. It is just a natural boundary when you raise your vibration that you don't have to become cognizant of it all the time. Where before I would spend hours and days like winding myself up about, now it just was very simple. Where Mm -hmm. I was just like, actually, you know what? Nah, I'm good right now. And even if it was as simple as sometimes I didn't know what choice to make or I didn't know where I wanted to go. And I just kind of leave it and wait till I did. And that in itself is a boundary. And what I find really interesting, you know, when you read about, let's say, dating books and they're all, every kind of book that tells you how to get something in some way, effectively okay. what they're teaching you to do is pretend you have high self-worth, right? So all the telltale signs of someone who has high self-worth, you then get told to do and it gets turned into a game. Which then, of course, it doesn't work, right? But it's like like dress for the job you want. Coming from someone who used to play in that field quite a lot, at the end of the day, when you do grow up and you do figure out who you are and you found that inner peace, it just becomes quickly as this isn't bringing me peace anymore. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm over it or I need to do something about it. Yeah, fuck this. And it does become really natural. It does. It and does. the one thing I would say is that until you're ready to do something, you're just not ready and that's also okay. And until I was ready to do anything at all, if I pushed myself to do it, I was running the risk that I would then regret it. And that is not cultivating inner peace and then continue perpetuating it. No, so no, that really, just cultivates resentment. Yeah. So it really is about just like checking into ourselves and going, what's bringing me peace here or not? And really play through the scenario and ask yourself, what is it about this that I'm so afraid of? What is the outcome that I'm fearing here that I feel like I need to do these things? And that'll point to the issue that really needs addressing. Which is normally he hasn't texted me back in three hours or my boss didn't tell me good work today. It really has to do with there's something I'm seeking and I'm not getting it. Yeah. And it is ultimately peace. Yeah. So what is keeping me out of peace? Yeah, because that's what I was going to say is that when you say there's something I'm seeking, but I'm not getting it, whatever you're seeking is never going to be able to be given to you by someone else. So it's really there's something I'm seeking that I'm not getting in brackets from myself. Yes. And it will be I'm not giving myself peace because I'm not giving myself permission to do what I actually want to do, to react the way I want to act and to be at one with myself, therefore to be at one with my emotions, to hold Mm -hmm. them, respect them. And listen to them to be one with my physical body. What's it physically telling me about the situation to be at one with my mental body? Where is this fear residing? What is my ego trying to tell me? What is this highlighting to me about where I'm not good enough? And Mm -hmm. to be at one maybe with my spiritual body, if that's something that 
that matters to me, which is what is my knowing here? Mm-hmm. You know, where am I not trusting? Where am I not having yeah. hope? Where do I not have faith? And why and, am I beating myself up about it? Because ultimately anything spiritual ever, anything we will teach in my life ever, honestly, will never involve you judging yourself. Oh, goodness. It will never yeah. involve you sacrificing yourself, stopping yourself, or trying to change yourself. Because mm-hmm. actually, that is the opposite of finding peace. Yeah. That is just yeah. keeping yourself in separation. Yeah. Really, the key is just embracing every single passive part of who you are and bringing yourself together. And then once you're together, you don't really want to split apart. It's really as simple as that. Mm. And sometimes as we look to raise that vibration into peace. So to be in peace creates a vibrational pattern, right? So the more of that peace that we move through, the more of that vibrational pattern becomes incorporated Mm. into our own. Yeah. And that's what radiates out and that's what helps develop those, helps us develop those energetic boundaries that we just discussed. And that's how heaven becomes a place on earth. Hence the title. Once you're at peace for long enough, your vibrational pattern starts rising to peace. Is that what you mean? Yes. And it becomes your own. So one thing that we need to explain about this, though, is that, and this kind of goes back to what you were saying, where am I not at one Mm. in any of my bodies and in this moment, right? And so sometimes in order to raise our vibration, things get a little messy. Yeah, because where we're not at one, if you imagine it's like any kind of war. When we're in separation, our bodies are at war with each other. And when we are coming to peace, we're bringing them together in peace. But yes. at first, in order to know where they're at war, we have to find out where the conflict is. And to see that conflict, sometimes it can get messy. It can get tearful. It can get dark yeah. night of the soul mm-hmm. style. It can get physically painful. It can get a lot of yeah. stuff will be coming up to show us this is where. I mean, we joke about this, but, you know, I always <laughs> say I opened the window a crack uh, and the universe like flung everything through that crack to me till it was bust wide open. That's kind of how it is, right? It's just yeah. like, these are all the places in which I'm fragmented. Mm-hmm. These yeah. are all the places in which I need to bring myself back together. Exactly. And so we're forced vibrationally to go through all of those to cover that spectrum yeah. in order to get to that higher harmonics. So for some who might be just starting out in their, what, what do you call it, their whole adventure yeah. or their spiritual wellness journey or Whole adventure back. sounds way better than spiritual wellness journey. I totally agree with you, <laughs> but I'm just throwing it out there. Should yeah. anybody wonder what whole adventure means? Okay. Yeah, fine. Fair. <laughs> whole working. adventure is the adventure you go on to becoming whole. And that's what allows us to, to then really occupy for lack of a better visual, occupy those those higher vibrational levels. The peace vibration is really what's going to get us to oneness, where we will all just be swimming in our love. And I so you a- can understand then that that's why it would take a while to get there and why it would be, it's a lot simpler given people are just coming out of 3D separation, right? 3D energy still exists in this world that thinking the peace vibration is the place to be would be quite a leap, whereas Mm. the fine baseline is a fantastic way to go. So once you're coming out of 3D separation and so you've gotten rid of your karma, you're probably in the fine-ish category. And once you've gotten rid of your ego, you're probably in the good category, right? Is that a good way to to describe? Good to happy. I mean, I think post-ego, you've got to be a pretty happy person because- you're going to be at a level of detachment, which is going to yeah. enable happiness. Yeah. 
Effectively, when we're working at the fine baseline and then going, you know, in the ups and downs between fine and bliss and everything in between, we're also working towards that peace vibration. That really does lift our vibration to the point where we really are in a state of higher consciousness. That's, That's the key. That's the key to this peace vibration is how expanded our higher consciousness is. So you can have... Okay, you can, you can have your higher consciousness, right? You enter higher consciousness and then and you're like, all right, I am the divine. The divine is in, is, is in me. The divine is in everything. It's all good. We're all divine. Yeah. Higher consciousness. Bam. So as we journey into peace, to sound like an Enigma song, we're effectively moving from that state of separation and into oneness. But as you've said before, and I know we've said this time and again, you don't just go into oneness, right? Just mm-hmm. as I was saying to you, you just don't get everything at one time. Yeah. And it's not so that you can enjoy it more or you can feel grateful. It's just because energetically, we can only take so much on at one time because our bodies cannot take it all. Yeah, it makes sense. Energetically, we it would weaken us because our bodies yeah. are still too dense. Yeah. So everything is a process to get us accustomed to the energy that we are adapting to. So we're looking effectively to enter into a state of coexistence. Okay. So to coexist just means to be able to live alongside. But then how does one do that? So obviously from the the people who are not in separation, they can do so because for them there'll be no judgment or shame and they can enable compassion because they was like, oh, I was there you'll get here soon, let's say, in like yes. a chilled way. But how does one, how you, I guess you can't do it the other way around. What do you mean the other way around? As in people in separation aren't going to look at the people in oneness and go, oh, I have such compassion for you. Because if they had <laughs> compassion, they'd be in oneness. Exactly. <laughs> they wouldn't be holding judgment or shame. And so, yeah, no, it wouldn't work. Be in, so basically it really is about the more we grow up, And the more we get to a place where we can see that we've chosen ourselves out of this mess, we have to apply that same compassion to other people and know that they can only choose themselves out of their mess too. And so it really is about us holding space so that everyone can get to the same place sooner rather than later. Because that's the thing, we can't go into full oneness consciousness if people aren't in consciousness. It doesn't work, which means everyone's healing has to be organic we can't force other people to come into healing on our time they have to come into it on their own time and I think it really goes back to this every single time is it and you said it earlier but it's I see the divinity in me because I see that I am the god in my own world because I've made all my choices based on my perceptions my views Mm -hmm. and as a result I've created my story and my world therefore the only person who can change my story and my world is me and that just as much as it applies to me, it applies to you too. Therefore, I cannot love you out of being unlovable. I cannot see you out of being nothing. I cannot tell you how many times you're worthy in order to make you feel it if you believe you're worthless. And and so on for the other karmic themes. It doesn't work. <laughs> People have to be able to come into their own healing and see that they are the God in them before they can see the God in anyone else and be in oneness. So really, it is about us doing the work so we can be good happy blissful getting to peace but also then holding the space so other people can join us because the thing is is that the more we enable our own peace and when i say enable our own peace it's making choices that bring us peace because we are at one with ourselves therefore we are at peace with ourselves right no one's fighting each other inside 
Right. And when we're making choices from that peaceful place and we're creating whatever you, you know, you call it this higher vibrational pattern, I just say you're literally doing the multiplier effect in your life of peace. Yes. Then we can inspire others to do the same because they can see how we are and why we are. But apart from that, it is always their choice. I can't make a choice for anyone that will bring them peace simply because I don't know what will. I am not anyone else. And just one word around that is because of what I could also sort of see, as we can see throughout this time, there have been people who have been foisting a lot of their beliefs around coexistence on others. Mm. Like doing this will bring me peace. So you need to do this. And yeah. it, it's, it's sort of under the guise of it improving the world. This yeah. will improve everything. You know, this will bring about a much more peaceful world if we do it my way. And that's yeah. going to be the difference. That's what's going to tell you whether this person is trying to seek personal relief from their own issues or whether or not it's going to bring actual peace to others. And it's because whether or not this person's trying to impose their will on someone else in order to get a, res- a particular result. And that's how you know. Yeah. You know, is it yeah. disingenuous or not? No, it makes total sense because you can't be at peace if you're trying to control something. That is literally yeah. the antithesis of peace. Peace yeah. is understanding. I've made my choice and I can take responsibility for it and I can take responsibility for what happens next. Yeah. Trying to control and- something is based yes. in expectation. It's based in fear. Exactly. And trying to get other people to adopt your life view or your worldview is not how we get to compassion or oneness. No. no. It is merely separation under the guise of, you know, of social else. healing. Yeah, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. It always comes back to the same thing. It mm-hmm. really does, which is I am the God in my world. You are the God in yours. Yes. And once we're both able to see that, we are mm-hmm. gods together. Exactly. And there's mutual respect that allows us to coexist. Yeah. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review. 